You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 187, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. In today's episode, we are talking about five ways to stop negative self-talk. Listen, I don't know anybody who doesn't deal with negative self-talk. I deal with it. Uh, the people who are in my group, Fire Your Inner Critic, Find Your Inner Badass, and Finally Build Your Business on Facebook, they deal with it. You know, there are moments when your inner critic is raging and when you feel like you're at war with yourself. And it's so important to have strategies and tactics and things that you can do to really make sure that negativity, especially as it relates to your self-worth and your ability to build this business, that it is not taking up space rent-free in your head. And so in today's episode, we're going to talk about five ways to stop negative self-talk. Let me say a couple things. Uh, I love to teach entrepreneurs, and especially women entrepreneurs, how to fire their inner critic, find their inner badass, and finally build their business. And here's why. At the end of the day, I know how much work that I do on a moment-by-moment basis every single day to vigilantly, and when I say vigilantly, I mean vigilantly, guard my mind. It's not just some passage in the Bible when it says, you know, guard your mind. There's a reason why in the Bible it says guard your mind. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that your mind is so powerful that it creates what you focus on. It creates it in real life. It creates it in tangible form. And maybe it takes a number of years of thinking in that way for you to see it manifest in your life. But seriously, we've got to get to a point where we are, we stop being lazy about monitoring our self-talk and our thoughts and, and really get aggressive about not allowing negativity to spend even 51% of our time taking up space rent-free in our heads. And a lot of people do do not monitor their self-talk the way that they need to. And so when I, when I talk to my group on Facebook and fire your inner critic, find your inner badass and finally build your business. When I do the daily FB live trainings, you know, three weeks out of the month, I really hone in on this idea of guard your mind, but not only guard your mind, it's not enough to make sure that the negative stuff isn't coming in. You actually have to replace the, the habit of thinking negatively about your life and about your business with really positive things, even if in the moment you don't believe it yet, right? Yet is a powerful thing. And so in today's episode, I want to give you five ways to stop negative self-talk because it's not that negative self-talk is going to go away forever. It's not that you're going to just, you're never going to think a negative thought again. That's unrealistic. When I say you want to be able to stop negative self-talk, Because you know that what predominantly lives in your mind is created in your life, you need the majority to be positive. Not everything, not 100%, the majority needs to be positive. And so in today's episode, I'm going to give you five ways that I've learned on my own and with other people, what you can do to the moment you start to notice that you've got negative self-talking on, shut that sucker up so you can get back on course with actually where you want to be in your life and business. Let me say a couple of things to start off. You know, um, one of the reasons why I send out a daily email to my tribe, I call it, you know, Cassandra's daily dose of inspiration. One of the reasons I send out a daily email to my tribe 
is because I want them to understand a few things. I want them to be inspired every single day. I want them to have a life lesson that I'm learning that day because I write the emails during the day. Sometimes the emails come out in the morning. Sometimes they come out at night, but it's not an autoresponder email. I am sending out a daily dose of inspiration that is coming from me based on what I'm experiencing today. And so I want them to know that A, there's always inspiration to be found by the smallest things that happen on any given day. And B, I also want them to understand that we're all in this together, right? Uh, I think it was Ram Das who said, we're all just walking each other home. We're all just walking. That's all we're doing lifetime after life. We're all just walking each other home. And so this idea that you're the only one who's dealing with negativity, or you're the only one who feels imposter syndrome, or you're the only one who can't seem to get their business life together and their personal life together, you are not the only one. And so if you want that daily dose of inspiration that I send out every single day, be sure to go to tinyurl.com forward slash KV daily dose and sign up for the email. It comes out every single day seven days a week. Some days I take off because I just have nothing to say and I'd rather not send you fluff in your inbox. I want to send you real stuff for me. But most of the time you're going to get a daily email from me. So you can sign up for that at tinyurl.com forward slash KV daily dose. All right. So let's dive into this episode because I, one of the things I think as entrepreneurs, we don't talk enough about is how much our inner critic rages and how much negativity unchecked can really take over our minds, even if we're doing the DMA. All of you know that listen to She Runs the Show, you will, you'll probably not get through too many episodes before you hear me say, you gotta do DMA, you gotta do daily massive action, period. And, and I stand on that fact. I'm the queen of daily massive action. I believe that if you're going to build a successful business, you will not get there without DMA. Now, a lot of people throw in there, but it's got to be inspired action. Totally agree. But if your business is really for you and that is your why, you're going to be compelled every single day without anybody having to make you do it to take DMA. And if you are not taking DMA in your business, then you really need to ask if this is really the calling of your life. Because if it was truly a calling, you would compel yourself to get up and take the actions you need to take. Let me get off my soapbox. I just need to say that about DMA. But where I was going with that whole concept is that so often our ability to complete tasks in our business, our ability to see projects through to completion, our ability to follow something from beginning to end to stay the course on something, a lot of what undercuts our ability to not only take DMA, but to see it through all the way to the end is the negative self-talk that we're going on, that's going on in our heads. And the problem is so often Our negative self-talk, our inner critic is so, we're so comfortable with it because it has existed for most of our lives. First, somebody said something to us, then we took it on as our own. It is a voice that we know so well that we never question it because it is just, it's with us all the time. And so the first thing I'm going to say to you in terms of stopping negative self-talk, it's not one of the five ways, but I, but I do want to call this out because it really is important if you're going to implement the five ways that I'm going to give you. The first thing I'm going to say to you is you've got to, to make negative self-talk uncomfortable in your head. Let me say that again. You've got to make negative self-talk uncomfortable in your head because if it is a comfort zone for you and if it is... It is as easy for you to go into the downward spiral 
and talk badly about yourself and about your chances of succeeding in business and your chances of hitting your goals, if that is super easy for you, then what that also means is you're going to do that automatically. Like it has become such a habit that you are an autopilot with that and you're going to that is your go-to. That is the first place that your mind goes, which means you've got some work to do. And so when we talk about, okay, I, I know I'm not supposed to be thinking negative self-talk. I know in order for my business to be successful, I've got to think that my business is amazing. It's great. People need it. They want it. I have a tribe that's out there for me. They are meant for me. No matter what down I'm hitting right now, this is temporary. I mean, you could say all of the affirmations and all of the self-talk and everything, but I, but the real thing comes down to, and I love that, that Abraham Hicks says this, it's not what you say that matters. It's what the feeling and the belief is underneath what you're saying. So if you're saying out loud to yourself, I'm amazing, but you feel like shit, then what you're putting out into the universe is the feeling like shit, even though the words you're saying is I'm amazing. You don't believe that. So when I give you these five ways to stop negative self-talk, it is both in an effort to cut short the mental direction you're going in that is not going to successfully help you build a business, but it's also to shift the belief and the feeling patterns that are going on underneath your thoughts so that you can actually eventually get to the place when where you say, I'm amazing, there's nobody like me, you truly actually believe that and you live that. So let me give you five ways to stop negative self-talk. Number one, and this is simple and this is not an issue of believing first. This is an issue of practicing first and eventually the belief shows up. I can't tell you when, but it always does. So first thing you could do to stop negative self-talk is create a mantra and repeat it whenever self-doubt steps in. So this is a really good tip when, when you, when self-doubt, when you're working on something in your business and self-doubt is starting to come in. And I actually got this tip this morning doing Peloton, uh, a Peloton workout and the instructor, she said this mantra throughout the, you know, I was doing 10 minutes of arm toning and she said this mantra throughout the whole thing. And she kept saying, and it's funny because the more people say mantras, whether it's you saying that to yourself or somebody else saying it to you, it just, you start to memorize it naturally. It's not something that takes a lot of work. And so throughout this 10 minute arms toning workout, she was saying, I am, I can, I must, I will. I am, I can, I must, I will. I am, I can, I must, I will. And she didn't say it a lot, but she said it a good four to six times. And by the end of that 10 minute workout, I had that in my head. I am, I can, I must, I will. And so I want you to find a mantra that when you say it, it gives you power. It may not give you belief about your ability to build a successful business yet, but I want you to find some mantra that when you say it, you feel power entering your body just by saying it. So when I say, I am, I can, I must, I will, it gives me power. Now, a lot of that has to do with how I'm saying it, right? So if I just said, yeah, I am, I can, I must, I will, that won't give me power. You have to throw yourself into your mantras if you want them to give you power, but certain mantras will give you more power than others, right? So I want you to find a mantra, an affirmation, a statement. I am statements are the most powerful statements you can imagine, so you can even write your own. But I want you to find a mantra and, and any time that you start to doubt your ability to build a business, 
Anytime you start to doubt your, you get off a sales call with a potential client and they blow you out of the water, or you thought you were getting a client and all of a sudden they were supposed to pay in PayPal and the next minute, you know, they're telling you they've decided, they've talked to their spouse and they're not going to sign up. Whatever the temporary defeat is, I want you to find a mantra that you can then repeat to yourself 10, 15, 20 times. And you can say with power and emotion and get your head back into the emotional and energetic space of, I am I can, I must, I will. That's the first way that you can stop negative self-talk. The second way that you can stop negative self-talk, and and this is really something you should be doing no matter which of these five you use, whether you use one of them, two of them, or all of them. You have to pay vigilant attention to your thoughts and snap yourself back. Now, this I got, I was listening to an impact theory, actually a health theory interview that Tom Billiard did with JJ Virgin. And JJ Virgin has been around a long, long time. And she is a health expert, fitness expert. And she talked about the fact that the woman who taught her how to build a successful business, who was making millions, right? Had her live with her for a period of time. And she didn't start by teaching her, okay, this is the, you know, this is the Facebook strategy used. This is, I don't even know if at that time Facebook was around, but she didn't start by teaching her the tactics, which you know, when she runs the show, we don't teach the tactics for the most part because mindset is everything. Tactics are secondary. So JJ Virgin lived with her mentor for a period of time and her mentor started out and she told this on health theory. So if you want to check out the interview with JJ Virgin, go look for impact theory, Tom Billier, health theory, look up JJ Virgin's interview. And so the person she lived with, who was her mentor, her first mentor, she put rubber bands on her wrist and she didn't know what they were for. And so here's what the rubber bands were for. She, her mentor told her, every time you think a negative thought, every time you think, and I can't, every time you think something bad about yourself, snap the rubber band on your wrist, like to snap you out of that downward spiral. And I'm not saying you need to get a rubber band just like JJ Virgin did. You need to, you know, hit yourself with a rubber band. But that's how vigilant you have to be, whether it's, whether it's mentally or otherwise. You need to be at a spot where you are paying, you are using metacognition, which is thinking about what you're thinking about to such an extent that you are literally, literally, and I mean literally, you are literally listening to what you're, how you're talking to yourself, what you're saying to yourself. Pay vigilant attention to your thoughts and snap yourself back. When you think a negative thought that you know is not taking you in the direction of where you want your business to go, you need to go stop that. Stop that. I like to say, sit down and shut up is really what I like to say. I, you know, I call it SDASU. I talk about this in my books. SDASU, sit down and shut up. That thought can be in the car with me. It cannot be in the driver's seat. So when I find a thought that I don't want in the driver's seat, in the driver's seat, the first thing I say is sit down and shut up. You can be here, but you can't be running the show. So the second thing you can do to stop negative self-talk is pay vigilant attention to your thoughts and snap yourself back. The third way that you can stop negative self-talk is to use one question to babysit your thoughts. And this is the one question that really helps you to get clear on where your thought life is taking you in tangible form. Anytime you are having even a somewhat negative thought, you need to say to yourself, is this thought creating the future I want? 
It's a really simple question. And the answer is yes or no. It's not maybe. It's not sorta. When you find yourself thinking what I like to call iffy thoughts, you know, kind of negative, but maybe not so, but maybe it's constructive feedback, but no, actually it's negative. You need to say to yourself, is this thought creating the future I want? The answer is either yes or no. And if the answer is no, then you need to make a conscious decision in that moment when you get the no, whether you want to keep thinking this way and keep producing the negative results in your life and business, or whether you actually need to take responsibility and ownership and change the thought and change it to a thought that will actually create the future that you want. Is this thought creating the future that I want? Use that one question every time a negative, iffy, somewhat in-between thought shows up. Fourth way that you can stop negative self-talk. You know what I'm about to say because I say it on just about every single episode of She Runs the Show. Take DMA. Take take D, take DMA. Listen, people are going to argue with me about this, right? Because I see a lot of people out there going, well, you know, any action isn't necessarily a movement forward, right? If you're just doing action for action's sake, if your heart's not in it, if your soul's not in it, if your, uh, if your, if your mind's not in it, if you don't feel aligned with your purpose, if you aren't inspired, then it's the wrong thing to do. Here's what I'm going to say. And those people who believe in in only taking action when it is inspired by the universe are going to totally disagree with me. But this works in my life. And I can almost guarantee with 99.9999% accuracy that it's going to work in your life. Here's what I've discovered about life. When I am in a space of, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I feel like doing. Maybe I feel like doing nothing. Maybe I am torn about what to do next in my business. Maybe there are 50,000 things I need to do in my business and I'm so overwhelmed by the 50,000 things I have to do in my business that I, I just, I feel stuck. Like I, I just don't even know where to start because it's never going to end, right? We've all been there. We will all be there again. What I find is the most helpful thing for me to do instead of sitting and debating and meditating and waiting for some ether of the universe to share with me what it feels like I should be doing next. What I find super helpful to get me unstuck from that kind of thinking is just take an action. And the action doesn't necessarily have to be as it relates to your business. If I feel really uh, unmotivated in my business, and I don't believe motivation isn't a requirement of success. I think you have to learn how to succeed without motivation. So let's not even go there because that's a whole other episode, which I think I've already talked about on a previous She Runs the Show episode. But if I'm feeling, if I'm not feeling myself in my business and I'm not feeling like, like I want to do anything, what I typically will do is I will say, okay, I don't feel like I want to do anything in my business right now. What is one action I could take and just put my whole mind into the present action of whatever that action is and just get my body moving, my mind moving, something in my life moving forward. That might be going down to the storage building on our property and cleaning out the storage building. That might be putting the dirty dishes in the dishwasher and starting the dishwasher. That might be making my bed, but I'm still taking an action. And the act of just getting up and taking the action actually energizes me. It also, when I move my physical body in taking an action that's not related to my business, it gets me thinking about my business in a more creative way. I start to get ideas that I wouldn't have gotten if I'd sat at this computer, stared at the screen and said, I've got to know what to do next. I have to do something. So when I say take DMA, if you want to stop negative self-talk, 
It is not about taking daily massive action simply in your business. If you're not in a space to work on your business because you're so frustrated or confused or mad or upset, go out for a walk, go clean your closet, go organize your purse or wallet. If it's a hot mess full of receipts and change and everything else, go wash your hair, go um, bake something, just do something because when you, when you're able to take daily massive action or DMA, what happens is you get out of your thoughts and you get into your life. You get out of your thoughts and you get into your business. You get out of your thoughts and you free yourself physically so you can free yourself mentally. So those ideas from the universe about what to do next actually show up for you. So get out of your thoughts so you can get back into your business. That's the way to go. So DMA is the fourth way to stop negative self-talk. Here's the fifth and final way to stop negative self-talk. And this by far to me is, is the most important thing. And it's not really an action. It is the embracing of a truth. Okay. Which is a little bit harder than an action because if I say pay vigilant attention to your thoughts, you know what you've got to do there. If I say create a mantra and repeat it whenever self doubt steps in, you know exactly what to do there. If I say ask yourself the question when those negative thoughts come up, is this thought creating the future I want? You know what to do there. If I say take DMA, you know exactly what to do there. This fifth one is the most important one and is also the hardest because this is a on the one hand, it's the accepting of a truth. And on the other hand, it's a surrendering of everything else. So the fifth way that you can stop negative self-talk is, is sounds simple, but it's not all that easy. And the fifth way is this. Be enough for yourself. Let that land for a second, because most people don't. That is such a foreign thing for them to be and do that even hearing it sounds almost like speaking Greek. Be enough for yourself. There comes a point where, and Brene Brown talks about this in so many of her books, this idea of hustling for your worthiness. There comes a point where you have to say about yourself, I'm enough for me. What I've accomplished today is enough. Who I am is enough. What I'm doing is enough. And it may not be everything I wanted to get accomplished today. It may not be everything that's on my to-do list. It may not be how I thought the day was going to stack out, how I thought things were going to go with this client. But there comes a point where you've got to be enough for yourself. You have to. You have to be enough for you. And so I say all of that because I want you to understand that being enough for yourself is an accepting of the fact that you're enough right where you are, right as you are. But it's also a surrendering of everything you believe you're not right now. You've got to let go of this idea of, if I were more this, then I could do more. If I were more that, then I could be more. If We use so many excuses about, well, when I get to this point, when I lose that weight, when I get that other certification, when I make six figures a year, when I make seven, we use all of these excuses that really are about us Using as an excuse this not enoughness to explain why we aren't farther along than we are in our business. And part of the reason we're not farther along in our business is because we, we still haven't accepted the fact that right here, right now, you're enough. Right here, right now, you're enough. Like you don't need anything else. You don't need anybody's endorsement. You don't need 5,000 more people sign up for your email list. Yes, you want that. That's for sure. But Having 5,000 people on your list is not going to guarantee that you make money. You can make money with 10 people on your list. You can make money with 100 people on your list. And yet people use these crutches of, well, 
until I get to here, I'm not enough. And here's what I want to say. If you really want to stop negative self-talk from ruling your life in business, if you really want negative self-talk to be put in proper perspective and in proper place in your, in your mental world, the number one thing you can do of the five things that I've given you today is be enough for yourself. And sometimes that means going, man, I screwed that up. I'm still enough. Sometimes that's going, man, I didn't get everything I wanted to get done today. I'm still enough. And most of the time it's really looking yourself in the mirror, preferably in a big mirror, like in a bathroom. And you say to yourself, no matter what gets done today or doesn't get done today, no matter how much revenue I make today or don't make today, no matter who is mad at me or who is not mad at me, I am still enough for me. Because here's the reality. Until you're enough for you, you will never be good enough for anybody else. I want you to hear this because people think it's about other people when it's not. Until you're enough for you, you will never be good enough for somebody else. Hear me. This whole thing about other people not valuing you. The source and the root of that is you. And that's not making how they're behaving or what they're saying to you right. I'm not, I'm not going to condone bad behavior. But I'm going to tell you, the second you're enough for yourself, you don't care what other people think. The second you're enough for yourself, you don't get so bummed out by a, a potential client not taking you up on your offer that you stop offering to other clients. When you become enough for yourself, the blows aren't blows anymore. They're ticks. They're temporary defeats. They're little blips on the radar screen. In fact, they're benefits. They're blessings in disguise. And you know how to see them that way because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who's not buying or who's buying or who's not liking or who's not liking or who's putting, you know, comments on your Instagram that's just, you know, hateration. It doesn't matter because when you're enough for you, it doesn't matter what other people think doesn't matter what other people say. doesn't matter what other people do. You're not looking for them to approve of you because the most important person in your life already approves of you, which is you. So fifth and finally, in terms of how to stop the negative self-talk, be enough for yourself. Be enough for yourself. Because if you're not enough for you, I don't know why you're asking people to tell you you're enough. Because you're not even enough for you. If that's how you really feel about it. There comes a point, and especially if you're doing media, especially if you're going on TV, I mean, listen, having been an actress, I can tell you rejection is a big deal, and rejection happens all the time in real life, not just to actors and actresses. It happens in it, from people you never thought it would happen from. You've got to get good with you first, so when the rejections hit and they start to hit like on repeat, you aren't crushed by them. You aren't, you know, you aren't sitting here crushed because somebody doesn't see your value. Here's the thing. There will be plenty of people who don't see your value. Just make sure you're not one of those people. Just make sure you're not one of the people who doesn't see that you're valuable. That is the key to stopping the negative self-talk. Ask the right questions. Create a mantra and repeat it. Uh, take DMA in any arena so you get your body moving, your mind moving, your heart moving, and the creativity starts to flow from there. And at the end of the day, be enough for yourself. Here's the thing. You have no guarantees that anybody's with you right now is going to be with you on the day that you die. But you know who's going to be with you on the day that you die? You are. You'll be with you when you die. At some point, I, I hope at some point, 
You have to get to the place where you say, I'm enough for me. I hope it's not on your deathbed that you decide that. I hope you decide that right here and right now so you can enjoy the rest of your life feeling whole and fulfilled and satisfied because you are enough for you. No matter what you get done or don't get done, no matter who you talk to or don't talk to, no matter how many people think you're a winner or how many people think you're a failure, it it, it can't matter because the most important person in your life, what they think about you has to be the right thing. You've got to be enough for yourself. And if you're not enough for yourself, stop asking other people to make you enough because you're not even making you enough. That's all I have to say. Be enough for yourself. Deal with the negative self-talk. You're a champion and a titan, but you're not a titan if you can't be enough for you. Titans know they're enough. You know, t- in fact, titans know that they are more than enough for themselves. That, that's that's why they're titans, because they walk in the world as if they are God's gift, because they know they're God's child, which means, of course, they're God's gift. That's not arrogance. That is confidence. And it's not even confidence, it's self-belief. So at the end of the day, you you have to make a decision. Either you're enough for you or you aren't. And if you're not enough for you, then you can't expect other people to think you're enough. And if you are enough for you, then it doesn't matter how much you fail. It doesn't matter how much you lose. It doesn't matter how much you get stuck. When you're enough for you, you also understand that by being enough for yourself, you have all the answers to all the questions you're ever going to ask. Do you realize how powerful that is? But it all begins and ends with this one thing. You got to be enough for yourself. The good, the bad, the ugly, the hot mess, the wonderful, the winner, the loser, you know, the failure, the victor, the weakling, the create, every part of you, you've got to be enough for yourself. So if you want to work on one thing this week, work on saying to yourself, I'm enough for me. I'm enough for me. I don't need to be everything to everybody else. I'm enough for me. And let that land in your soul and see what happens in your life and business. You'd be surprised when you finally get to the place where you say, I'm, listen, you don't have to like me. You know what I mean? Like, here, here's the thing. I am like a, a bull in a china house. I knock stuff over constantly. I, I break things. I mean, I am rough on just about everything. And you know what? I've come to grips with that. I am never going to be delicate footed. I am never going to not be rough. That's why I played rugby in college. I'm never going to not be who I am. And you know what? I break things. I'm enough for me. Uh, I knock things over. I don't, I don't have a ton of situational awareness unless I'm really, really thinking about that hard. You know what? I'm enough for me. I think it's time that you come to the acceptance that you are enough for you. You're enough for you. You're plenty for you and own that. And that's not being arrogant. That's honoring the truth of who you are. All right, everybody. I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show.